Oh, okay, Nightmare Alley. Let me try this one. Let me see. Let me try a different voice. <coughs> Let me see which one will work for this. Oh, it's based on a. Just so you, before I get into my <coughs> description, this is based on a book. I know you love me when I say that. Uh, it? It's also a remake. I, I didn't know this was a remake of a movie from 1947 that had Tyrone Power in it. Really? So I'm I'm gonna go back and watch that one. Let's but, go buy it. Let's go back and pull that one up. An ambitious. Let me try. Uh, uh, okay, I like that one. An ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who's even more dangerous than he is. And this is Nightmare Alley, 2021. All right, I don't know what that voice was, but... Okay. Guillermo del Tormo wrote and directed this one. He wasn't... He was one of the writers. I think there were like four or five writers, but anyway. Yeah, um, he directed it. Yeah. I, it looked great. Oh, it... <laughs> Let's put it... It had that Guillermo, look. It had Guillermo his look. Toro, Guillermo del Toro just cannot make a bad looking film nope uh, well but, I don't know what, what about his early early I stuff I haven't seen but, most of his early stuff <laughs> <laughs> but I had a problem oh, what did I have a problem with it seemed like a small story you know that 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 was trying he kept keeping things onto it to make it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And here's the problem. The problem is that I knew, <laughs> I knew from the moment that they introduced this to one of the characters that he was going to wind up being that character, that there's just no way that he could, there's no reason for him to introduce that character to us. If he wasn't going to become it, right? Well, why is that a problem? They do that in horror movies. Hey, they'll bring the guy in that you know is going to die in ten seconds. I know. <laughs> it's, it's 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 like it's like it was a Star Trek, and the guy was wearing a red outfit. <laughs> well, I think this. So I thought the story was simple. I agree with that. But I think part of it was like I want to feel like he was trying to develop characters more. Because I feel like I cared more about the Bradley Cooper. Uh, what was his name? Carlisle. Somebody Carlisle. Anyway, yeah. Stanton Carlisle, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah. I felt I felt like I cared more about him than I did about Bruce. You know, about the last movie we did, <laughs> Army right. of Darkness. Right. Like I didn't really right. care about anybody, but this one I feel like he was doing more character development. It was a very simple story. I mean, it was just like a, a carny who's like manipulating people, making money off of him, and then he meets somebody that you know is going to be. And, and everything gets bigger and yeah, yeah. But I kind of liked how it developed, and I I don't think I really loved it the story wise, but I. I loved how how it looked, <laughs> and I loved how the characters were developed. And I, I, I mean, I liked a lot of stuff about it. But I guess I feel the same way about like you do. It's like, yeah, I feel like it was a little too simple for a Guillermo del Toro. There's no of, twist. There's no really big twist yeah, in there. Yeah, there's there's no big twist. I, I kind of knew exactly where it was going, and it it like didn't ever break out of like kind of this particular mold, you know. Uh, well, there were points where you wanted there to be a twist. Like, they came to visit him in a hotel room, and I was waiting for something to happen. They Anything. You know. Well, you, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's what I kept thinking. This is the sting to a certain extent. It's it's sort of like... Uh, it's sort of like a karma... Yeah. Figure <laughs> yourself out, would you? Yeah. Okay, that's better. <clears throat> it's, it's sort of like the, the sting, but even the sting had had that kind of initial problem of it didn't have the essential double double cross in it right right and 
And that was the thing that bothered me about this is it it was straightforward and there were so many opportunities for it to be derailed or to like have something happen that wasn't apparent. I guess that's that's what it was. Is it's like if if you saw something like um you know, like a double cross film and there's an underlying theme in it that you don't see, right? I kept expecting to yeah, see Yeah, like you're it. surprised. You have to be surprised about yeah. something. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And I kept expecting that to come along. And this is a film noir where they're trying to be film noir, but right. it's <laughs> but not quite there. Where, yeah, yeah. It's it, There wasn't that there wasn't that undercurrent of things happening that you don't know about. Right. It's like, it was all super hyper apparent and it's right there, you know, and you saw everybody that was double crossing everybody. It was right. It was sort of like watching me. It was sort of like watching Penn and Teller explain a magic trick. Right. <laughs> well, and then the big double cross, you knew it was going to happen. So it was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And then you knew yeah. the, the other guy that you knew what he was going to do to the guy, the other guy doing that thing to the guy, and then the girl right. doing that thing and, and, <laughs> and then, doing, and then, you know, and then as, soon as, as soon as he like gets on the train and all the rest of that, you're like, Oh, well he's headed for the thing with the thing. Yeah. And the girls going to the thing again to, see the things yeah. the people the things like, you know it's mighty zelda or zoro or whatever and you're like oh my god this is this is ex- this is exactly on the surface it, this is exactly what the, what it is and there is no you know underlying this feels like stuff. a an average movie for for guillermo del toro like look at shape of water <laughs> compared to this one which by right. the way i think some of the sets Look very familiar, like they were like the ones they used in Shape of Water, like the hallways, the green hallways, and yeah, the yeah, I, I, I can see that, you know. It's a but I think yeah, it's going to be, I don't know why, but I think it will be nominated probably for a couple Oscars, maybe set design. And, yeah, and and here's the thing: the thing is, is it comes down to this: is like he is a brilliant production designer, and and the thing is, is that production design in this case is like the most interesting element. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, in costuming maybe. I mean, I don't know. I thought Bradley Cooper did a pretty good job though with his, uh, scene, with what he had to with, work with. Yeah, the scene with her. <laughs> I, you know, there there was like a, there was a scene with her in front of the electrical yes, thing. Yep. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. And that was awesome, <laughs> yes. you know? Well, the scene where he finds out he's going to be the thing or he want, they want to hire him to be the thing. Right. That was a great response. I mean, I thought that his performance was good. It kind of carried me through the boring story. I thought, yeah, I thought that the whole part, it's funny because there was a scene later on, all the way back, where she goes, you know, and she started to talk about like that being shocked in that one machine, right? Yeah. She started to talk about that. And I go, yeah, you know, I'd like to go back and see that scene again too, because that was more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh yeah, well, yeah, that was good. That was good. Actually, I there's actually it's interesting. You got me thinking about that character because as soon as she was kind of out of the storyline, <laughs> it got kind of boring for me. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you're replacing this interesting person from the circus with right. the other person. <laughs> that's right. just an evil person. 
Right. Yeah. 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 Essentially, like I feel like, like she should have been more part of the story. Like maybe trying to save oh, him. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, yeah. let me help you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just it, it right once it got away from the circus. It just got too linear and too just straight ahead. And the thing is, is they had a lot of stuff going on. It's just that they decided to tell you what it all was. And not to like put any any subplot into there. Did you you know also notice that is all of a sudden like any little tiny subplot between people yeah, and stuff just kind of disappeared. It was just yeah. straight ahead, and they went right. Like the, all the characters in the beginning, they were all forgotten yeah. about. Yeah, uh, but uh, they came it, back to for a visit. I mean, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? That kind of made you wonder why why didn't he make it back to that same place? You know, it's, it was it was just an odd it was an odd film. You know, and I feel like. They could have done more with that thing in the jar, like I don't know. It just, <laughs> I thought that was going to be an interesting plot point, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was just a prop. There were no <clears throat> interesting. And hey, we got this thing. prop. We're just going to use it. I don't know how we're going to use it, but we're going to use it. <laughs> the thing is, is they were trying something completely new. They weren't going to use anything for a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like creepy things in jars. I mean, I think they I could do. have used oh, it more God. to their yeah. advantage. Hello. <laughs> oh god if i put things in a jar but i was i was thinking of uh when i saw that thing in the jar i started thinking about uh pan's labyrinth and i'm like okay i'm waiting for something really weird to happen but yeah, it never, never happened <laughs> so. it's the strangest thing it, it was it was so weird it, it, it it's like there was so many especially when we were in the circus you it could have taken you you anywhere yeah, right yeah you know you, you could have gone to, to any place and and you could have believed that it was still in that circus somewhere and and yet it just stayed kind of tame and you know they it literally is a film that the finest elements in it had to do with the production design it didn't go any further <laughs> i like that we agreed again that's <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that it was bad. I, no, I, I don't think it was bad. I, I just think for him, it was, or for this whole, well, I'm sure he hires a lot of the same people, but I'm sure, I mean, with his efforts, I think this was average for him, yeah. for Guillermo yeah, Toro to write and I direct wanna, something. I, I want to say because... Does he have too many people involved? I, Is that the question? Like, because I know there are a lot of writers listed on this. I don't know if that's normal for him, but I know nowadays there's usually four writers on something, <laughs> but it's like... Yeah, but you know what's the director that grabs it and makes it what it is, you know? Uh, and I think that writing is definitely a problem. Definitely a problem on it. I mean, there there needed to be some intersecting intersecting subplots. Yes, and there needs to be a red herring. I don't think there even was a red herring in this one that I can think of. I mean, something that was like, I was going to go one direction. And they'd be like, oh, my well, gosh. Oh, that never happened. There was a car, there was a there was a carp there somewhere, but it was wandering. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd like to go back and re, re, redo this one. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe yeah. Give, give, send me the script. I'll, I'll rewrite it like a 1950s uh, detective movie. I'll film it myself. <laughs> so I, I'm going to give it a 2.8 because it was because I figured 2.5 is the middle and, and the production designer was design was definitely above par. Uh, but um, yeah, as far as a film, I, 
Yeah, I'm going to give it the same. I'm just going to give it the same score because. <laughs> yeah, such a, such a simple version of such a. But I'm going to so- be annoyed if I see it like nominated for, uh, you know, I mean, maybe best acting, possibly. I don't know, but. Yeah, I don't know how it could get. You know, <laughs> maybe at least nominated for something, yeah. but. Yeah. But if, if it's not, if it's just production design, that makes sense. But if anything else, I'll be surprised by. Because yeah. it wasn't any, would, like, even mind-blowing sound design or any, like, great costuming or anything I could think of. I mean, when you do period, it was kind of a period thing. You can't really do any cool costumes. Even with the circus, there wasn't really anything interesting. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it the was. The more I talk about it, the more I want to bring it down to 2.5. It was what it was. <laughs> stop, stop thinking about it. I don't know why I, my, I keep smoking. Why is everybody looking at my butt right now? Is, yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, okay? I think so. The smoke keeps coming out of me. Okay? <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, this is that one that I tried to use for my background for that. Uh, don't look up. It's uh, when the the night, the day, the sky exploded. Yeah. So so this is great. So um, I'm expecting a phone call from a producer today, and I. It's not a producer that I'm, that, um, it's like an executive producer to a film that I'm already working on, right? And uh, all of a sudden, so, so I'm, ex- I'm waiting for this phone call and I pick it up and, and, uh, and it's somebody that I know. And I go, oh, well, hey, Jerry, what, what's happening? And, <laughs> and he goes, and he starts to describe problems that he's having on this film and i was like wait a minute were you supposed to call me and he goes what do you mean supposed to call you and i go well aren't you talking about the such and such and such a film and he goes he goes no he says this is the first time i've called you about this and i go oh oh and he he describes this whole you know this uh whole problem that they're having uh with uh trying to manipulate uh, how they're going to manipulate uh, a bunch of uh, buildings and stuff that they found for a, a film in Kentucky of all places. And I was like, oh, wow. He says, yeah, we need he says, I, I really need you on this film. And so we just set a deal and that was it. Wow. So <laughs> when I come, so I got to go to Canada and finish up the one that I'm working on right now and then come back and get, and then I'll be working in Kentucky. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, see, you'll be able to drive up there. Yeah. I was going to say, if you need anybody, here's, you can, you can help me. You can help me take a Western town, you know, and make it look like an actual Western town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, that should be easy for you. Right. Well, I mean, it's, what we have is we have the Kentucky tourist version of Western <laughs> Town. And we have to make it look like an actual. I got the key for you right here. One word. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they ain't none of them out here, I tell you that. No, actually, I, I'm, I'm regretting I didn't start that business I was going to start when I was a Kinnewick. I was going to turn the whole backyard into a tumbleweed farm and just sell them yes. online. Well, you should have. <laughs> I actually found somebody online that sells them. 
yeah well <laughs> give me that number <laughs> and they actually were p- promoting the fact that they sell to film productions and stuff by the way so <laughs> I, I i was I, I was joking about it i'm like i'll just google it and i found a company that sells them i'm like wow they yeah, even paint they, them and <laughs> anybody coming out to the set from la has to bring a double weed with them <laughs> <laughs> oh wow but yeah, no, L.A. tumbleweeds are too expensive. You need to get them from the Tri-Cities. Yeah, well, that's true. And they're fresher. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> More water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it. That's it in a nutshell. 